I'm your host, Conrad L. Jones, author and founder of PurposeUnleashed.com. Now, let's get started. If this is your first time joining me on this show, I want to say welcome and thanks for sharing your time with me. In the previous episode, we talked about key number two for unlocking your unique greatness, which was connecting to win. In today's episode, let's continue the conversation by talking about the birthplace of greatness and destiny and those powerful small things you have in your hand. Let me start with a quote. God always creates great things using the power and principle of seed manipulation. Now, if you are very religious, the fact that I said God manipulates stuff will probably bother you. But stay with me on this and you will understand the point. Every great invention that revolutionized the world began with the seed of an idea. Every great political, social, business, or church leader's career was birthed from the seed of potential that someone saw in them and worked to help them mature. Every human being that enters this earth realm is born from a seed. I want you to understand that seeds are the birthplace of greatness and destiny. And if you can ever tap into your seeds of greatness, you will become unstoppable on your road to a fulfilled life. Now, I'm going to do something a little different here. I'm going to sum up this entire section in a few words. So follow me carefully. Here are those words. Never overlook the potential of small beginnings. That's so important. Let me say it again. Never overlook the potential of small beginnings. Let me explain. We begin to unlock this amazing power within ourselves when we begin to tap into the seeds of potential that already lie within each of us. What does that mean? You, my friend, you are a warehouse of potential greatness. Your life holds an endless array of seeds waiting to have their potential unlocked and released in your life to produce fruits of happiness, joy, and success. And while others can give you clues on how to do that, only you possess the keys to unlock it. If you were to catch a glimpse of what God placed inside you at birth, you would be so astonished at what you saw that your jaw would probably hit the floor. So allow me to take your imagination on a quick journey as we explore this concept together. It's a beautiful Saturday morning and I had the day all to myself. I pulled open the back door and I stepped out into a lush green countryside with rolling hills in the distance as the morning sun gently caressed my face with its nice warmth. As I looked around in amazement at the beauty of what stood waiting at the back door, I quickly took in a deep breath of the pristine, clean, pine-scented air outside. Hey, if I had known all of this was right in my backyard all this time, I would have spent more time in this type of atmosphere instead of the cramped rooms inside the house. After breathing a sigh of release and releasing myself to roam and explore this previously uncharted territory, my eyes quickly caught a glimpse of something glittering in the soft morning sunshine. Walking slowly and cautiously, I quietly approached the structure only to find a framed building filled with huge floor-to-ceiling glass windows, which allowed the sunlight in from every possible direction. Now, I had spent many summers in this vacation cottage, yet I had never noticed this building before. 
As I got closer, I soon realized that it was filled with something, but I needed to creep closer still before I was in a position to steal a look of what was inside. Finally, after summoning the courage to move closer, I reached this glass-covered building and peered curiously inside. What did I see? Plants. Tons of them, all at various stages in their growth. I saw pots that had seedlings in them that were only a few inches above the soil. I saw pots that had bigger plants in them that required a little pruning. I saw pots that had plants in them that were dead and withered away already. I saw pots that had no plants in them at all, only little pictures of what would grow out of them and how they would look when they matured. Then I saw him, a smiling elderly gentleman with soft white hair and beard, dressed in a washed out blue jean coverall, holding an empty pot in one hand and a pack of seeds in the other. As I approached him, still smiling, he handed me the pot and the packet of seeds and he said, I've been waiting on you. For quite some time now, we've got much work to do. The funny thing is, I couldn't put my finger on it, but somehow I felt I shared a bond with this gentleman as if I knew him, yet I could not remember meeting him at any other time in my life. He began our walk together by taking me on the tour of the greenhouse. At various points, he stopped long enough to show me different things while giving me an explanation of how they work. He said, Nothing grows in here unless something is planted, and something dies unless it is cultivated, watered regularly, and cared for properly. He went on and he said, everything thrives better in a particular type of environment. Some plants grow better in direct sunlight, and others do better in the shade. Some need watering daily, and others don't. You just have to know how to care for each type of plant. So I looked curiously at him and I asked, but how do you know which plant requires what? Well, he paused as he stroked his silvery white beard. You've got to become a student of each plant that you want to grow. You've got to take the time to learn what it needs, what conditions are best for it, how it likes to be pruned, etc. Then comes the sweet reward of labor, the fruit He said with a gleam in his eyes while kissing his fingertips. But do you know what's strange? He asked as he gave me a puzzled look. Once you learn how to produce great fruit, people start calling you a master gardener. How is that considered strange? I asked, somewhat confused. Don't you think you deserve that title after producing such delicious fruit? Ah, There's a secret to successful gardening that most people often overlook, he said, twirling his index finger in the air. I've never really considered myself master of anything because I simply followed the path of the seed. Everyone I grow is different, and I must keep an open mind and understand how to handle it. It often seems that every seed has an internal code that once unlocked through proper cultivation and attention almost guarantees its fruitfulness. All I do is nurture and tend to it. I'll never understand how that makes me a master, he said smiling softly, and he moved away, leaving me to silently consider the wisdom of his words. So here is what I learned from Johann's lesson and the tour through his greenhouse that day. If every seed carries with it the potential to produce great fruit, 
then what are the seeds of greatness in our lives? Here is what I truly believe. Number one, the seeds of greatness that enter our lives every single day are those ideas, those concepts, and wisdom that come to stir us into action. Number two, taking action then begins a process of cultivating a particular ability within us that we never realized we had. Number three, we make a conscious effort to become better and better at this particular type of action because we desire to see our ideas come to life. And number four, then one day we realize that we have gracefully charted the waters of unknown territory in our lives. We have unlocked a hidden ability. We have acted on an idea and now the world calls us a success. Funny, isn't it? So if the seeds of greatness usually come in the form of ideas, let me ask you two simple questions. How many good ideas do you usually have during the day? Ideas to improve certain areas of your life. Ideas to start a business. Ideas to attempt new projects or create new things. One of the best seeds you can get in your life is the seed of a God-inspired idea. Tapping into just one of these can change your life and put you on a path to prosperity, success, and living a great life in a matter of hours. Here is what one of my mentors, Dr. Mike Murdoch, said in one of his books. He said, ideas are golden gates to immediate change. An idea is a thought divinely planted by God that can solve a problem for someone. That's in the law of recognition. Okay, let me sidetrack here a moment and share a simple truth with you that I personally build my life around. True greatness usually comes from serving others by providing quality solutions to the problems they face. It is because of these solutions people will seek you out as an expert and reward you financially or with relationships that can propel you further than what you could ever accomplish by yourself. Some of the greatest seeds that God will ever release into your life are those seeds that can be cultivated and nurtured into solutions that others will use to relieve specific frustrations in their lives. So let's move on to the next question I just knew that you were going to ask. And that is, how many of those ideas have you actually acted upon? Now, I do know from first-hand experiences that not all ideas we get are great ones. But the point I'm making here is that you will never know what is inside you unless you attempt something and explore your life. You will never know what great change an idea can produce in your life and those you are called to influence unless you cultivate and explore them. The next question is, why don't we pursue our ideas, our dreams, and our goals like we know we should? Well, I believe that we have been guilty of using what I call lies on crutches. You know them as excuses. They serve no other purpose in our lives than to delay us from doing things that are worthwhile. But here's the key. You can only begin unlocking your unique greatness when you start cultivating the seeds that you are given every day, the ones that already exist in your life. For example, what do you know about Thomas Edison? He invented the light bulb, right? But did you realize that because of his inventions, the quality of all of our lives have been enhanced? Plus, his creations released his greatness as an inventor. Did you realize that the light bulb came to Thomas Edison wrapped 
in all its potential to affect humanity and transform the course of life clothed in seed form? Edison had to cultivate that idea by learning all he could about the properties of electricity, light, glass, etc. And it is said that he failed over 1,400 times before he got it working the way he had envisioned. But that would have never happened if he hadn't cultivated the seed of that idea. This is the same way that you will unlock your unique greatness. You must begin cultivating the seeds you are given or you will never discover what you are really to do or become. You must begin doing or attempting something because if you don't, you will rob me and the rest of the world of the pleasure of seeing what you can really produce. And you will rob yourself from enjoying the rewards that come from sharing greatness with all of us. But only you are qualified to execute this in your life. You see, when you really decide to pursue an idea, something dramatic and almost unbelievable will begin to happen in your life. A whole new world of existing possibilities will begin to unfold right before your eyes. It will be as if heaven and earth were waiting on you all your life to start your journey of self-discovery and are eager to aid you in your quest. Your life will ignite with new passion and excitement as you begin exploring new concepts and ideas of potential you never knew existed before because you were always outside looking in. Now you are becoming an insider and all the secrets of industry, business, innovation, etc. will begin to jump into your path to be discovered. When you begin pursuing your dreams and ideas, you get an opportunity to really see what is on the inside of both you and those ideas. But wait, doing this requires a very important factor that most people who strive for greatness often overlook. But don't worry, I will share this factor with you. In the next upcoming episode, we will talk about something I call the smart fish dumb flashlight theory as we talk about secret key number four for unlocking your unique greatness, which is about understanding greatness and your perfect environment.